everyone, and happy new year once again. I hope that everyone has had a good start so far to their new year. It is another Thursday, and so we have another episode of the HLP coming out right before we get into it and get back to this neutral interlude. I would like to let everyone know that because it's a brand new quarter, new year, new quarter, we have a brand new Die Hard Dice code. So if you would like to buy some dice in this new year and you would like a discount while supporting our show, please use the code hideous laughter, all one word, no spaces, as the code for the next three months. So that would be January through March, and you will get that discount while supporting the show. So thank you very much if you decide to use that and get yourself some dice. That is what I have for this week. So I will welcome you into episode 178, Violent Night. Hey everybody and welcome back to the Hideous Laughter Podcast, episode 178. And I kind of want to get right to it, because there's something in that sippy cup that I'm not really sure what it is. I'm not sure what flavor of drink that is. That's a Patreon drink, right, right Brooks? Yep. Uh, thanks, Griff. It is. Let me tell you. It starts off with a little Irish cream. Okay. Then roll into some smooth butterscotch schnapps. A little, little controversial here uh, with some coconut rum. Okay. And then some iced chocolate to uh, round it all off. And let me tell you, it's a tasty tankard. What Think- is iced chocolate? Uh, cold hot cocoa. Oh, I thought maybe you had like chocolate, frozen chocolate or something like ice cubes. I, I don't mean, know. I don't know how else you- <laughs> It's hot cocoa, but cold. <laughs> yeah, chocolate ice cubes would be strange. I would agree. I've also seen people do coffee ice cubes, so it's. I feel like it's not unheard of. Yep. So it's in my sippy cup. The sides of the sippy cup after today will not be clear anymore. I think it's it's permanent. Yes. And and I get to taste this a little a little every time I have something out of here. Thank you, uh, bipolar. Gross. (laughs) Haley, what you got? I have. We are we're recording on a Friday. So I have a weekend water. Mm, weekend water. Which is a, um, and it's in the rosé flavor. Okay. It's a honey spritzer. So it's a mead spritzer, essentially. It's like a, a less uh, less alcoholic mead with bubbles. What day of the weekend mm. does it taste like? Because it's got a rosé taste. It tastes like a Friday night after a really bad week uh, alone. <laughs> Oh. Drinking a bottle of wine because it just tastes like rosé. Preach. Pretty, pretty sad. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Emily, you look like a, you at least Preach. understand what I'm talking about. Yeah, that evokes a very definite flavor profile to me. So I can I can imagine that taste. Yeah. Yeah. That's like a really bad week and you get a very cheap bottle of wine and drink it yourself. Mm-hmm. That's what it 
tastes like. It hits the spot, but it's not great. But it's a little sad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, speaking of somebody that hits the spot, but he's not great, and he's a little sad. Hey, Steve. <laughs> it, buddy. Correct on all counts. Mm-hmm. Howdy, y'all. This is a Tennessee beer from Hap and Harry's original Tennessee lager. Great friends, great beer. Well, maybe more of the second half after that comment I just received. You said it was all true. Well, yeah, you you know. So if anything, we know you best and therefore great friends. Okay, I've got low self-esteem but you don't have to point it out to me is what I'm saying. Um, (laughs) Put it out for the fans. Oh yeah, the fans don't know yet. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you know what? Great friends, great beer. Nice. Well, it slides slides into that koozie nicely. It sure does. Emily, anything good? I do. I am drinking a Pinot Noir uh, that was gifted to us by Chris. It's quite good. Oh, nice. Not a sad wine. Chris's Pinot. It <laughs> bright red. I, I can't. I can't bright follow red. that up. <laughs> <laughs> Not many can. I'm drinking a Body Armor Pietranka. <laughs> Got to be alert for this fight. Oh boy. So I think we need to do a roll off, right? Yeah. Although, uh, we're recording two back-to-back, so this won't take effect until the next one. Don't worry. I have made some plans for the next one with a listener, so. Mm. Wow, Mm. that sounds like Mm. uh, collusion. Yeah. Illegal. Market manipulation. I think you guys will be happy. We'll see about that. Yeah, we'll see if we have to open an investigation. (laughs) Check in next week, folks. Fourteen. Five. Oh, oh my god! Oh, he's not even going to use the cup <laughs> three, times three in a row. I will use the cup when it is use the, the fucking time. cup, guys. I use the cup every time. Put your it's sad the ass final. bottle of wine in that cup. You know it can fit. <laughs> Just for that, you can kiss Tulia goodbye. No. <laughs> Focus fire now. Focus fire Tulia down. Well, when last we left our heroes, they completed the ritual to open the portal to hell, and. When they did so, they were greeted by a Cyclopean Grave Knight whose Grave Knight armor actually like dropped out of the out of the door when it became a portal. Looking inside, they saw the forges of hell, and way in the back, overseeing his domain, none other than O's himself. But this Cyclops has challenged the party to mortal combat to continue onward into hell. And so I need everybody to roll for initiative. Yo, I got a negative level I forgot about. Yeah. That's not fun. We sure do. Yeah, y'all got a negative level from that ritual. That's not fun. This is called breaking hell. So, Oh, that's perfect. perfect. It's no dawn, but it'll do. I see you. Uh, Lyra, what you got? 24. 24, good roll. Yeah. Ikmer. 17. Tulia. 21. What's your mod? Five. Roll off. 20. All right, you got it. Nice. Durin. 10. At the top of the round, to start this combat, we have Lyra. Death Knight staring you in the face. Oh, this is terrifying. What kind of knowledge would it be? It would be a religion. All right, let's see what I can do. Uh, probably not with a five. No. Five total? Yeah, five total. What? We're level 12, Emily. All right, so skills and knowledges are not my thing. More performance and diplomacy 
And I also rolled a two. I so. mean, that makes sense, I guess. I just didn't expect it to be so low. Are there a- you know what they say, shoot for the moon. If you miss, you'll land among the stars. In this case, <laughs> you know nothing. Well, you know what? I'll give you I'll give you something. It's it's a grave night. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I told you that last session, so I feel okay giving it to you. I at least she knows its name. Well, you don't know its true name. Well, that would be too much power. Yeah. It's Jellical name. It's Jellical name. <laughs> <laughs> Skimble Shags the Railway Grave Knight. <laughs> <laughs> Tap dancing on my corpse. <laughs> he, he walks up to you. <laughs> overrun. <laughs> I perform an overrun combat maneuver on tap shoes. <laughs> I think I might make an overrun based character that does that. <laughs> Where's tap shoes? All right, we just performed this long ritual, and Lyra wants to prepare herself for this combat. Whatever gets thrown at us, she's not sure what's going to happen, so she casts freedom of movement on herself. Unfortunately, she uh, is not right next to Ikmer, so she couldn't cast it without moving up to the front lines. And then she will, with her move action, start performing so everyone can click that on. That's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Very helpful. And hopefully she'll get some additional knowledge from the rest of the party and that is her turn sounds good tulia you're up i would like to roll a knowledge check it's gonna be religion. yes 35 35 let's see that'll get you a solid two questions special defenses special defenses he has ferocity which you know is he doesn't go down at negative hit points Immune to ability drain, acid, bleed, cold, death effects, diseases, electricity, energy drain, exhaustion, fatigue, mind affecting, non-lethal, paralysis, physical ability damage, poison, sleep, stunning. Has an ability called rejuvenation which you remember from last time, its body will rejuvenate inside the Grave Knight armor. You know now that that would take a couple of days if the body is destroyed, so it's not an immediate danger. He has the ability called Dastard. This is an anti-paladin, so anyone that the anti-paladin smites good against, it gains an extra two plus two profane bonus to AC. It has DR. It has spell resistance. Undead traits, most of which I have just said. And this creature in particular, I'll give you that it has blind fight. Ah. Uh, blind fight, though, wouldn't mean that it... That just it doesn't, that doesn't tell you anything about its senses. It just says, if for whatever reason it could not see you, it gets to roll twice on that concealment. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but I didn't hear fire? That's correct. You did not hear fire. Hmm. So fire, sonic force are my closest okay, okay, energy type things. I have a second question. Is there anything that you guys want in particular? I'm kind of interested in what the site is like because I have, you know, mirror image blur and all that kind of stuff, but I also don't want to waste a question if there's something really important for you guys. DR. DR is very important. 
you know I also am heavy into invisibility and stuff, so senses would be very helpful for me as well. I also have a pretty good knowledge religion, so I don't know that these are necessarily the only two questions we're going to get. I mean, I could roll bad, but I mean, I got like a plus 20 to roll, so. All right, so I want to be able to cast one of mine now, but I guess I could always just take the risk. Um, so with that in mind, I will ask about the DR. DR is DR 10 magic. Ooh, okay. And then with my actual action here, I will be starting with mirror image. Okay, so you pop a mirror image on. Yes. How many images do you get? Maximum, at least. All right, which is, I get one per three caster levels. Um, so eight. Eight images. Very solid. You moving at all? No. Okay. I'm gonna stand in the middle, I guess. It is its turn. It turns its eye to Ikmer. Its eye gleams. The uh, aura of evil around it seems to flare for a second. Then it unhinges its jaw. Think like, uh, think the mummy. When the mummy unhinges his jaw and locusts come out, except out of its mouth erupts this gout of acid in a 30-foot cone. I need everyone to make me a reflex save. I picked fire for Uh, everything. That sucks. I thought he was going to shoot gout. (laughs) I mean, kind of. Gout's like... (laughs) I guess it's acid in your joints, kind of. Ooh. Hell yeah, brother. 24. Given this roll the Ripper with a 29. Okay. I have the same as during 24. 12. Okay. Uh, everyone but Lyra succeeds and will take half damage unless they have evasion. Uh, this is 49 points of acid damage. Ugh. Halved would be 24. Not gonna lie. Strong opener. That's a very strong mm-hmm. opener. Yep. And it's going to take a five-foot step towards the party. And that will be its turn. Durin. Okay. Durin is going to start with a knowledge religion. Sure. All right. Should get me something. That is a 27. (sighs) 27 does not meet. (gasps) Oof. It was 28. Damn. Oh, darn it. Damn, so I don't personally identify this creature, do I? Which means I don't get my undead last wall defender. Oh, no! Oh. Although, to be fair, you you gave Lyra the name of this creature with a five. I think I think you guys, when, when Tulia recognized the armor, you would all know that it's a Grave Knight. And it's uh, above the door. <laughs> All right, so I'm I'm, I'm going to kick it to you on you grip on this. You can have your one point of last well defender. I don't okay. appreciate it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so. I don't like that confidence. Oh, sorry, the, the last well defender damage isn't magical damage, though, so the, it's not going to pass the DR. <laughs> well, it's a trait bonus. <laughs> I'm fucking with you. Fine. Yeah, okay. So, unfortunately, yeah, we don't know senses. That really sucks. I guess I'm just going to roll the dice on it. Um, 
Durin is going to pull out a syringe from his belt. This is his invisibility mutagen and jams it into his arm as a standard action. So move standard. He disappears from sight. And then who knows if this guy knows this or not, but he takes a five foot step away from the party. The rest of the party is in a straight line. Ikmer, Tulia, Lyra. That's my full turn. Okay, Ikmer. All right. He is going to say, Spread out, everybody. Don't want to get hit by that cone again. But not too far, so in case someone goes down, we can help each other. And so I would like to kind of shuffle around. Okay. Uh, He does have 10 feet of reach, so he is going to take an attack of opportunity at you. Right there. So Ikmer moved uh, to the opposite side of where Dern went. Yeah, and that little flash you saw was a a little bit of smite good against you. Oof. Okay. um, 30-50. Oh, yeah. Okay, he does not have power attack on, so that's good at least. You take... 39 points of regular damage. Nine points of acid damage. And two negative levels. Ooh. Yeah, this is going to be a real short episode. Keep having turns like this. All right, I got to keep moving in. Well, you can easily do so now yep. <laughs> that you've been hit. Oh, when you said that, well, oh, well, I guess it wouldn't matter if he had convert, uh, expertise or whatever the fuck. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, he's one move action, so he's yeah. good. Alright, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try, to, try to hit this guy. Uh, okay, now he has smited you, so he does have an AC bonus against you uh, in addition to the normal AC bonus from smite that he has against you. Alright, I- Ikmer's gonna start off with power attack on. See see if that see is okay. yep, efficient. Well, a three on the die does not... Add it to the Hall of Threes. Well, yeah. Yeah, that doesn't do it, unfortunately. Lyra, you're back up. Ikmer just took a huge chunk of damage. Yeah, that looked like a nasty hit. The party has spread out a bit, but we're all uh, currently still within... We're just all still fairly close together. So before we move out any further, uh, while Lyra is singing, she calls out to the party, let us fight with life. And she casts Blessing of Fervor on everyone. There you go. Oh, there it is. I was waiting for some of these big spells. Yeah, we need it. <laughs> you will. Uh, so for me, I'm going to bump up my attack, AC, and reflex. So that's what I'm clicking on. She continues performing, and then per Ikmer's sage advice, she is going to back up and move around the corner, kind of back by the doorway that we walked in through. Okay. And that's her whole turn. Sounds good. Tulia. All right. So I also would like to split up uh, and not be by the party. I'm going to... I think I'm going to dimensional slide actually all the way behind some of these lava or magma pits. Okay. So I'm going to use a point for that. And then with that, 
think I now have really good range to do a line attack without hitting Ikmer. So I'm going to go ahead and for this turn, I'm going to cast Dragon's Breath. And I am going to do a line of fire because I didn't hear fire being a problem. So I'll be a brash dragon. It'll be D6s. And I am going to also boost the DC here on the reflex save. So I need a reflex save from this guy. Okay. Oh, and it has spell resistance. It does have spell resistance, yeah. Go ahead and roll against that. 32. You good. However, I got a 31 on that reflex save. All right, so you'll take half. Uh, You will take 22 points of fire. That all appears to go through. Yes. And that is already split in half, of course. So there is um, my turn. Moved, cast a spell, that's it. I like it. Oh, and I am currently using the attack, AC, and reflex bonus for now. Sounds good. You see the creature look towards Lyra, and again, that flare of evil energy. Can I even? Can you see her? Yeah. She's kind of around a corner right now. She's around a rock. That line of sight. Uh, he maybe sees the edge of her cloak. Yeah, I mean, any of her. Yeah. He's just smiting her to get my AC bonus against you. And then, oh, baby. Here it comes, buddy. Oh, my. I would like to say, don't read these out too fast, because if there's anything that has a potential to crit, Lyra would want to divine interference. Okay. And uh, do I get the Blessing of Fervor on my turn, or is it It's just the... I get to switch it on my turn, so... You switch it on your turn, but I, ca- I cast a spell on you, so you can pick Okay, I what can you, choose what I want yeah. first. Yep. I yeah, I'm like picking the AC. I would like to do that. Okay. Uh, I don't think so, then. I think you just saved your own bacon with a 41. I would not have saved my own bacon, but that is very close. Okay. It makes sense. Oh, because you eat that bacon. My own bacon. Hell yeah. <laughs> okay. That is a 44. Needs beats. Oh. Okay. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna use it. I'm gonna save it for crits. That is 40 points of regular damage, 12 points of acid damage, and two negative levels, my friend. Okay. Yeah, Ikmer's gonna need some healing here. Yep. Final attack. I'm going fishing. I did not fish my wish. That's the end of its turn. Just this immovable object against uh, impenetrable force or whatever it is. Something like that. Durin, you are invisible. Yeah. So I'm in a little bit of a moral quandary here. I really want to take the extra attack and throw three bombs at this guy. But what that's going to do is eat through all of my basically limited greater invisibility in one round and I'll be visible to this guy. And I also don't think three bombs is going to kill him this round. So instead, what Durin is going to do is key on blessing him further for attack, AC, and reflex bonuses. He's going to spend a swift action to attach what's called a dung grenade to an arrow. And then he's going to do his awesome explosive missile thing where he puts a bomb on the arrow, he's going to be using the explosive bomb discovery. Mm-hmm. Do a little fire because you know he doesn't have any fire immunity. You know it, brother. All right, that's a nine on the die that will come out to a 35. If he cannot see me, that's a 37. Yeah, okay, cool. So let's. The number you're looking for is 10. I see. Without him being flat footed. I see. <laughs> All right, so let's get the arrow damage out of the way first. 
16. Pretty good, actually. And it's a magical arrow. That is correct. It's a plus one bow. Then we're going to do the basic bomb damage. 23 fire damage. He's going to start taking fire damage every round because of that explosive discovery. Mm-hmm. Max fucking fire. Six points of fire damage. Okay. And remind me, I take that on your next turn, right? We're doing that on your turn. We do that on my turn. So you should take it now, I believe. And, and then, then next turn, yes. On your turn. And that's going to persist until he puts it out. Right. If you want to take that full round action, you are welcome to do so. Um, dung grenade. Got a couple fun things going on here. Actually, before we move on to that, let's get a reflex save for Splash. Because he's a large creature. Splash, yep. 29. You get it. Minimum splash. That is going to be... Or it's half minimum, correct? Yes. So six points of fire damage. The dung grenade goes off. Two points of fire damage. And I'm going to need another reflex save. 28. 28 succeeds. I did not hear he was immune to the sicken condition, right? Uh, I don't think... I think I've used this before. I can't remember if that's wrapped up in undead. I know undead are immune to staggered. I yeah, I mean, that wasn't a fortitude save, right? So Correct. He's, yeah, it's sickened is not on the list of undead traits. Hell yeah, this guy's sick for two rounds. I rolled max on the D4, and that was just a reflex save for half. Okay. So after all is said and done, Durin is then going to take a five-foot step, and now we are continuing to spread out around this creature. The three not-melee fighters are very well spread out through the room in like a big old radius and then Ikmer is away from us on the other side of this creature but right up on top of it I think that does it okay Ikmer you're up don't worry Ikmer I'm gonna join you in melee combat soon um you might be the only one in melee combat soon I'm I'm concerned about you yeah uh so I have a bit of a predicament here with a, a certain number of hit points that would mean that a single hit could put me down. And so... So you said a, a I, lot of words, so you're just saying... I want to make sure it's clear. He's saying I'm going to permanently kill him if I hit him one more time. One hit kills you, or puts you unconscious. It will put me unconscious. Like, fairly positive it will not put me permadead. But if it doesn't kill me, then I'm in really trouble. Yeah, your, really your real trouble. issue is if he gets hit again, he's probably taking 50 damage plus two negative levels right. again. Yep. This is a dumb question because you probably have already been doing this, but have you been taking out your DR 10 silver? I have. Okay. I have. I'm, I'm trying. Yep. So I have a plan. I was wanting to summon a creature to help you, but we don't have time for that. It, it's a little convoluted but I'm going to try to get up to you and cast heal. Yeah. Um, which will require a lot of actions, but I well, think I can do it. Okay. One of the things that I was considering was full withdrawal. However, it's a um, large creature. Which would mean I would get hit once, but that's it. There's a chance that I could live or like not go unconscious. You but could take the total defense action. I could do that as well. Which would make your AC 48 which is pretty respectable. And if I use the AC Blessing of Fervor, but I could use that Blessing of Fervor for 30 feet of movement to get... Yeah, that only helps if you can survive the attack. Mm -hmm. Yep, I am going to take a five-foot step closer to Lyra and uh, where we came from and total defense. Yeah, Um, the odds of me going down are just too... Just too much. Yeah, I mean, you're at like five negative levels right now, so yep. not looking good. 
And I'm going to use the, the AC uh, Blessing of Fervor. Yep. Lyra. All right. So because Ikmer moved just five feet closer, that makes a big deal because Lyra actually has 35 feet of movement. But to get up close to Ikmer, she is going to be within 10 feet of this creature. So I do have a, a rules question for Griffin. If I want to cast Heal, can I charge it like a normal... Uh, like a cure mod, and then like cast it as I get. So I, I have. So is is heal is the verbiage of heal one creature touched, or because I believe heal is just like cure in which in which case you have to make like if you were to use it offensively you would have to make a touch attack against somebody right. So in that case it in my mind it works no differently than like it cure light wounds so I would say yes you it can. acts like harm if it's against undead yeah I, th- I think that is the correct ruling yeah alright so I believe I have this in the correct order so Lyra charges up heal into her hand swift action graces so that she can move without provoking and she moves up five feet from Ikmer yep well that's 30 yeah 35 she can move 35 feet so she's now 10 feet away from the enemy, but right next to Ikmer, and she casts heal into him. Yeah. So this is uh, 10 points per level of the caster. So would that negative level then drop me down one? So like 11, uh, level 11, so it'd be 110? I don't think a negative level works that way. Okay. So Negative level doesn't like change your caster level I'm pretty okay, sure it okay. just it, it it basically a negative level imparts like a minus one to everything and a minus 10 to your HP okay that's so, what I'm seeing in hero lab but I just yep. wanted to make sure yeah. I wasn't uh yeah, I was gonna say I, I remember like when we first started playing yeah. getting a negative level and being like you mean I lose a level and I, it's not quite that bad yeah. I think it's very deceptively named all right so that is a 120 points of healing oof all uh, charged up and I if you had any other, like, there's a lot of conditions it would also solve, but I don't think you have any of those. What, what about those negative levels? It doesn't do anything for negative levels. No. Nope. Uh, and Lyra's going to continue singing and uh, pray that she is not attacked. And that's that's her turn. Okay. So it is this Grave Knight's turn. It has two. Hey. Oh, sorry. It is Tulia's turn. So Tulia also would not do well if she was attacked, but I have a lot more possibilities of not getting hurt because I have eight mirror images mm-hmm. and um, I believe I was allowed to cast a uh, stone skin before the thing. So I think that I can, I should go up there to try to help Lyra if I can. So before I get up there, I am going to use my Orb of Utter Chaos to cast a spell at a higher casting modifier or higher caster level. Mm-hmm. So I got to roll a d6 and subtract two to see what caster level that gives me. I'm also going to use a point to make my caster level higher as well uh, by two. So hoping that I can get pretty high here. I uh, do not boost it by very much. So. <laughs> That's why it's chaos, baby. It is, yeah. So total of three, two from my point and one from the chaos beam, uh, thing. So Aww. it's a, I would be casting this basically as a level 15 then. And you watch as Tulia transforms 
and she looks pretty incorporeal. I have no idea how to describe this because I am now sonic energy hmm. as I become sonic form. With that um, being cast, I'm also going to uh, use a point dimensional slide and I'm going to actually put myself for right now because I think our healer is very, very important to us. I'm going to put myself right between the Grave Knight and the healer. Ooh, wow. Yeah. Oh. You know, oh, uh, well, I could take shots for her as long as she's next to me. Yeah, I'm currently incorporeal, mirror image, and have stone skin. So I needed to get up to him anyways because now I have a melee touch attack. You got outtanked by the wizard, bro. (laughs) Sure did. (laughs) Not quite. In my mind, I'm thinking, you know when... um, that classic like high school thing where they dump the metal filaments in science class and then you bounce like sound waves at them. I imagine she's like a cloud of like filaments that are like vibrating together in like weird like waves and patterns and stuff. Yes. That, that's my mind. <laughs> the Grave Knight looks over in Durin's direction and kind of growls but can't see anything. It just knows it's been hit from over there. But there are three of you right in front of it and it spits acid at you again. All of you take a minus two to all of your saves because of your proximity to the Grave Knight right now, and it's aura oh. that it is. But I have a plus two from Blessing of Fervor. Thank you, Emily. Mm-hmm. So that would cancel out. Yes. So I need reflex saves. Okay. I am also um, technically incorporeal, and so because he's corporeal... Take half damage from magic. Uh, it's certainly are playing a part here. Yeah. 14. Yep, that's a big old F. Sure is. Not getting any better. Let me guess. Lyra failed. Yeah, and I already used my Swift, so I can't even do anything about it because I got a 10. Big old F. Oh, man. I got a 28, so I'm... Rolled horribly. All right, so you take half of half damage. Yes. Two of you that failed take 48 points of damage. Ouch. You take 12 to Leah. And then it's going to take a five-foot step back because it can still reach all of you. Well, not clear anymore, but... Ha-ha! <laughs> that's its turn, Durin. All right, so I'm about to start my turn. Mechanically, I'm going to be switching my Blessing of Fervor from the AC reflex bonus stuff to the extra attack. I believe I'm taking six points of fire damage. You are taking six points of fire damage, and I'm going to tick down the rounds of second. One left. And for a moment before... Durin's turn actually begins, he thinks again to his time at Last Wall, where he remembers these hordes of orcs and hordes of undead charging at his battlements, his trenches that were dug into the earth, and pointing at the encroaching forces and shouting for the catapults behind him to fire. And like what he he sees you see like these giant boulders and flaming bombs flying overhead. And that was back when his jacket that's all ripped up now used to have that last wall insignia on there. And instead of just saying Rook, it said Commander Rook. And now I'm going to li- let loose with three explosive bombs back to back to back. All right. Hot. Don't roll one. Well, the first one was a three on the die. <laughs> uh, it does a 27 touch. Yes, I, I already told you. It's 10. All right. First damage is 31 points of damage. Fire. Let's take a reflex save for the splash. Fail. Fail. Okay. You take 13 points of fire. Second one is also not a one, although he's visible now. Yeah. Which it, his flat is the same. He's no dex. Okay. Another 28 points of fire damage. 
Reflex save for the splash. That is 30. Pass. Six points of fire. And finally, again, not a one on the die. So 26 more points of fire. Reflex for the splash. 25. 25 is slightly above what you needed to fail. So that is six points of fire. That is three explosive bombs back to back to back. Durin is now completely visible and takes a five-foot step again away from the party, which is all clumped up close to this guy. Okay, crazy turn. Ikmer. Ikmer looks down at his sword and shield and just looks uncomfortable. He is just wilting internally because of these negative levels, but still he charges on. He's going to take a five-foot step up, turn off power attack, Gotta keep the uh, Blessing of Fervor plus to attack and AC and reflex. And then he's going to full attack after taking that five foot step. Well, this went as well as it could have gone. Yeah. I fear it still might not be enough. Does a, a 40 hit? No. Then none of my attacks hit while two of them are in crit threat range. So there is just about no chance. There is no chance of me hitting on anything except a critical. Brooks, did you do the bite? I have not done the bite yet. (laughs) Natural 20s happen, brother. Gonna trip this loser. (laughs) And to add to uh, the disappointment (laughs) that is Ikmar, a natural one. (laughs) Nice bite. He bites his tongue a little bit. Oh. Lyra. Lyra doesn't have very many spells. That can. Oh, wait, you said this is an undead creature, correct? Mm-hmm. So, theoretically, if Lair was to be very brave, she could harm. She could heal. Yeah. Which heal, would which would harm the undead creature. She sure could. Ooh. And how do you think you would get in melee range? By casting grace on myself again and not provoking while I move, but then would have to. Well, I guess I could cast it, grace, move in, um, but. Spell resistance. Yeah, spell. I wouldn't count on your spell resistance. I'd also keep an eye on there. We know it has ferocity, and harm can't take something below one hit point. Because I used to use that offensively all the time in Rise of the Rune Lords. So, I mean, it could be a massive chunk of damage, and we clear, we seriously do not know how much hit points mm-hmm. it has left. So that could be insanely beneficial, but something to keep in mind. Absolutely. Yes. And if it's on fire, it's going to take that, that one point. I mean, at this point, it's a waiting game. We just need to run away from this thing. <laughs> yeah. You start running away. It puts out the fire. <laughs> Damn. So then we do it again. Well, Lyra is currently not within range of this creature. So she, oh, I have Cure Moderate Wounds Mass, but it's the same spell level as Heal. And I'd only have one left if I Cure Mod, but I think we need it. Is everybody pretty far down? I'm down 30. I'm about 20, but I'm further away. So I'm Sorry, I did my math bad. Myself. I'm down more 48. Than okay, I'm up. I don't I'm know if you really took far. damage before, but that was the acid cone that was just hit. Was I didn't I didn't take that, though. I, oh, yeah, you took a quarter of that one. Mm-hmm. I'm at 66 to 106, and for some reason, my head won't do that math correctly. That's okay. <laughs> you know where I am now. All right, well, Lyra really needs the cure mod, and I think Ikra does, too. Well, I think we might get another cone. Yeah, well, I, she can move after this. That is 20 points of healing to everyone. Thank you. Hell yeah. That also got rid of all of my non-lethal, so thank you. Mm-hmm. That perks me right up. 
Blair's then going to move around to be a little bit closer to Durin and continue singing. Okay. Knowing this thing has a cone attack, uh, Durin's eyes go wide in fear as Lyra gets closer to him. <laughs> yeah, you also went the direction that I wanted to take my five-foot step towards. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> no, no, nothing to apologize for. Yeah. Tulia. The cone would get all the casters, so I'm going to have to five-foot step up. So it's Ikmer and I next to each other. I originally wanted to put a square between us, but I don't think I can do that without it being such a nice target for him to do a cone. And I am going to use the extra attack Blessing of Fervor, and I am going to make two melee touch attacks. I rolled very, very well, and I think you said it was only a 10? Yeah. Nice. Did you roll a one? No. Okay. So, let me get damage. And this will all be um, sonic damage, so it should just go right through. So that's 36 points of sonic. Noise. Absolutely noise. Or noise. (laughs) Okay. That's all? That's it. Um, He's dead. Awesome. (laughs) All right. Sweet. (laughs) Wrap it up. (laughs) It's, It's aura of evil flares as it looks at Durin, who bombed it several times. Moves up to him, incurring from the two of you. Uh, it's going to be within 10 feet of Durin. I hit. Okay. I don't. And that is going to be 18 points of Sonic. What a nice little treat. Yes. Just, I'm glad I picked this up. This was one of the ones where I specifically picked it because it's got the polymorph descriptor. Heck <laughs> so yeah. at level up, I was like, yeah, we'll try this one. <laughs> I love it. Does he take fire damage on this one? Uh, he will on my turn. Oh, on your turn. Yeah, yeah. Got it. I'm going to go ahead and flash of insight. Oh, high concern. Mm. Oh, wait. This means it's a critical. It's a critical threat. Well, I have can, fortification. Can I divine interference this one? You can. Uh, All yeah. Right. yeah, that's I'm going to do that. And, my 25% uh, <laughs> chance of it not happening. I'm going to get rid of a first level spell. So just add a minus one. Add a minus one. Okay. Uh, so I am still attacking you with a smite good. That's fair. Emily, you are my favorite. Not, to not, help the party not, not as to pick much favorites, as I can. but I'm picking favorites. You okay, always that's pick the healer as a favorite. In battle. the 40s, so that'll get you still. That's standard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got me. That's how you Survive. end up yeah, end, end up battling again. <laughs> and because it was you, you know, power attacking. Mm. What are you trying to say? I'm kidding. <laughs> it's weak. Yeah, we all know that. <laughs> so that's 51 points of regular damage. Ouch. 12 points of acid damage and two negative levels. All right, well, hold on a second. The armor that I have is called Deathless Armor, which means the wearer has a 25% chance to ignore ne- negative levels from any attack. So I will need a percentile. Wait, you don't do the percentile? You can do the percentile if you want. I didn't know. I thought fortification and death, like those kind of things, I thought the wearer did. But yeah, I but could I'm be wrong. roll poorly, though. Okay, then but, have Griffin do it. All right. Well, I don't know. He rolls high frequently, and I roll low frequently. <laughs> I'm going to do it. Okay. I'm going to do it. <laughs> Call your uh, high or low. There you it, go. Low is going to be the, the ignore. Okay. Fucking 90. 90. All right. <laughs> So two negative levels. Two negative levels. That's fantastic. So it moved, it attacked, it smited, and it used an immediate action. That is its turn. Durin, you're up. 
All right, well, at very little of my HP left, Durin, bombs are getting a tad low, and I just had a discussion in the Discord today about fast bombs and how it's tempting to just burn them all with haste and stuff like that, but, I mean, we, we are definitely talking life and death here. So he takes another five-foot step to be out of provoking range at 15 feet away on the diagonal from this creature, and he just starts unleashing again. Not a natural one. Let's nice. go. 28 points of fire damage. The creature drops. <gasps> Let's go. Oh, How about six points of persistent fire from the explosive thing earlier? It'll still rejuvenate in 1d10 days, but... Oh, I didn't know about frosting. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, up. too. Oh, well, I mean, you're going to take it. You're going to take it. It's undead, so I kind of gave you that uh, ferocity thing. It can't go negative. Wow. Awesome. Good shot. He takes a step back. The things I I imagine his like mummy jaw is still kind of hanging and he just like fastball baseball pitches a bomb directly in there and boom. Creature drops. Ikmer loosened him up for ya. Did he? Ikmara soaked up a lot of hits, though. Yes. That's, yeah. for sure. That's undeniable. How was that? So Tulia can't actually pop out of this form, so we just have to run its course for the next 14, no, 13 rounds. Okay. Nice. That's not too long. No, but there's some serious downsides to a spell, such as an aura of silence or any sort of silence, I just take constant damage. Oh, oh boy. Or if it... Or if it uh, the duration ends, and I'm not in a square that can a creature of my size can actually occupy, because technically my size is three times smaller. Mm-hmm. Then I just immediately take damage, and I'm shunted to the next space. <laughs> like there's some hmm. weird downsides, but very interesting uh, how that played out. But if you shake hands with somebody, does it like give them a little buzzer? Like- it may, it, you know, like. <laughs> when you're in a car and it has like a crazy bass system. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, it feels like that. <laughs> Fantastic. That's pretty cool. <laughs> well, I think it's time to regroup. While I'm physically injured, I uh, my sword and shield are quite uncomfortable. I had, I took a lot of hits there and I'm almost forgetting how how to fight. Ikma, you've fully grown for your, for your species, but in regular years, but a teenager, correct? Yes. I'm seeing crow's feet around your eyes. Your life force has been sapped, my friend. As has mine. As the Grave Knight has dropped, you see beyond it the forges of hell, devils to either side. What do you do? Real quick, does he have anything good on his person? I could just, you know, pick up. I don't think Tulio would walk by a cool magical item without trying to take that. Uh, like his armor. Oh, that's going to be super heavy. Yeah, I'm too weak for that. Uh, the weapon is a large life drinker. Yep, uh, also very heavy. Let's see. No magic items. No good bits, damn it. Didn't really have to give him any. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no, he was uh, difficult enough. Before we move in past the maw of hell... I think several of us are on death's door. Am I wrong? I ain't doing too bad, but I'll never say no to a little bit more. That acid really did a number on me. I'm also trying to figure out a way to remove your negative levels, but I don't have 
full restoration, and I don't think we've picked that up. We just got lesser restoration. No one's sitting on a wand. I'm certainly not. I can't cast it, so I didn't. I wouldn't have picked that up. No, I just have lesser. That sucks. Yeah, that's troublesome. Well, hey, they're not permanent until tomorrow when you have to roll on them. I ain't worried about tomorrow. We're in hell now. (laughs) (laughs) What is hell but a couple of negative levels? Julia is going to take a couple minutes, by the way, to prep the last of her few spells. Um, You don't think you have time. A minute? The Unless you want these devils to start coming out of the door. Oh, so, like, we don't have time for healing, then? No, not really. Oh. oh. Unless you're, like, casting spells. Like, if you're going to cast a couple mass spells, you could do that. A couple rounds, maybe. Yeah. All right, well, I could do one but you're not gonna have, light like, mass. One to 15 minutes to prepare a spell. Listen. I just need the one minute. <laughs> I'll take what I can get. <laughs> yeah, same. Mm-hmm. 16 points of healing? Butte. Oops, shoot. I will drink my extract of Cure Light Wounds. Sweet. Seven points of healing. Tasty. Anyone need a potion or something? Mm. I'm doing pretty fine, so. I mean, I'll do one more of the Cure Mass Light Wounds, because, I mean, I'm still down pretty far. Is Ikmer? I'm down four. Down 11. I'm down 40. Okay. Uh, I'll mostly do it for the two of us then. Thanks. Well, I mean, everybody will be affected. Do you need a cure serious potion? Or your mod? I I will take what I can get. 14 to everyone. Okay. You can have my cure mod. Potion, right? Correct. Imagine Durin's just chugging potions. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, Lear's trying to cast as fast as possible while we're watching, like. Oh, shit. I'm just dropping glass bottles to the ground one after the next. In the middle of this next fight, you're going to have to pee so bad. I got to pee now. <laughs> Maybe for a future. Right, uh, See if you can hold it. Cure mod, what's the bonus on that? It's 2d8 plus... I can't remember with potions. Usually a potions, three, I think. Yeah, it'd be three since uh, Cure Serious is five. So. Yeah, That's actually pretty good. That's going to be 15 more points of healing... Am I in great shape? No, but I'm in passable shape. So I got 81 hit points, three negative levels. It is what it is. Lyra, you did, or Emily, you did uh, cast one cure light. A 16 or 14. Oh, 14. Yeah, okay. that was yep, That's one. Mm-hmm. I guess, are y'all ready to do this? I don't know if I've ever been ready to go to hell, but who wants to live forever anyway? Let's go. You pass through the portal the threshold now that it is an open and active portal and you feel the heat level rise even further from its once uncomfortable center of a volcano heat to this insufferable heat of hell it's like boiling blacktop you look to either side and various sizes and shapes of devils have paused in their workings of the forge and have noticed you and have started to make a move towards you when from the end of the chamber you hear a booming voice. They have felled my champion. 
They have earned the right to walk forward and speak. Leave them be. And the voice is coming from the throne at the end of the chamber with the pit fiend in this shining red plate. And you see to your sides bone devils hammering at anvils as they go back to work. You see, instead of dipping the swords in cold water, the ice devils are cooling the metal. That's awesome. uh, and, and it's being heated by uh, by the flames of other devils. The You see like what almost looks like an accounting department and several contract devils are writing down the details and inventory of what is in this infernal forge and overseeing it all the infernal duke owes surrounding this throne is and and kind of in an intricate network throughout the forge are rivulets of lava that continuously provide a heat source for the inner workings and you can see like molten metal flows freely and this river of heat surrounds the throne that Oz sits upon. As you approach, he rises from his seat, standing 40 feet tall. This portal has not been used very frequently, but I find it being disturbed as of late. What business do you have in Ganaptal? My diplomacy is only a plus four. I'm assuming everything is in common because uh, you haven't said anything otherwise, so I don't think I'm a good person to be the main talker. It's strange. It feels like, like you hear it as infernal and everybody else hears it as infernal, but they can understand what is being said. Gotcha. Nice. Lyra definitely has the best diplomacy, but before I say anything, I want to get the story straight with everyone to make sure I'm not forgetting plot points that we need to bring up. Oh, I think we just go ahead and start with, because he mentioned the portal being disturbed. I think that we start off a little strong by saying... I would think that the last time that one of the last times this portal was used is for quite the same reason it's being used for it now because one of the big times we had pe- they had people coming through was to get saw mm-hmm. the first time around yeah so it might be good to like we're not trying to hide our intentions right yeah yes mm-hmm. certainly make it but- very clear that we have Sawyer's finger and our intention is to bring him back and then back through the portal. The, but the angle is all about war and perpetuating the con- yes. the conflict. So we have knowledge that he perished probably before his mission was actually complete. There's still a battle upstairs, quote unquote. Like mm-hmm. he has unfinished business and there is a, a horde of undead that is about to wipe out all life on Galarian and if they do Ain't no one gonna be fighting each other, so it's to his benefit. We need to we need to rally the troops per se to fight them, 
so that O's can continue to have bodies throwing each themselves at each other in other future wars. That's my angle on this, at least from what I understand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think uh, what you were saying, Haley, where we're doing something similar to what was done before and Saul was allowed to come back that time. Well, I think it's also good to mention because he said of late, uh, what does that mean? So I think it'd be good if we are implying like the last time we think this was really used was to get Saul last time. And if he implies something otherwise, it would also be just general good information. Good to know, yeah. You know what I think would be good? Is if you guys finish your drinks. Because we'll see you next week. Oh, oh my goodness, oh. I knew it. <laughs> Slaughter Productions is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Carrying Crown is copyright 2011. Carrying Crown and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. Paizo, Pathfinder, their respective logos, and all Paizo titles, characters, and artwork are properties of Paizo Inc. and used with permission.